welcome back to the Trees and Nylon podcast. I am your host, Trees and Nylon. You can call me Trees, you can call me Nylon, you can call me whatever you want, really. I don't really care. And I am joined today by the king of capital himself. Oh, yeah. It is anarcho-capitalism or... I mean, you, you, you plug your Instagram, your personal pretty frequently. So I say Andrew as well. Andrew, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Of course, of course. So <clears throat> for all those who are unaware, this is a tree on, Trees and Nylon podcast. We talk about trees. We talk about nylon. I bring on a guest. And we, we talk about the past, present, and future with trees and also nylon. So before we jump into the main topics, uh, talk a little bit about yourself. A little bit about um, your fashion. I'll... I'll I'll narrow it down a little bit for you. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm uh, mostly known for my uh, being a fashion meme page admin, which is a very uh, hard, grueling job. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. But um, yeah, no, I just like, you know, started it like around like August of 2020. And it wow. seemed kind of like take off quite a bit i'm almost at like i'm at like 4.5k right now mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy considering that like i just hit 4k like three weeks ago yeah so yeah it's just like blowing up for some reason um so yeah I'm, I'm pretty grateful for that then also like i post like fit pics and like other like aesthetic stuff on my uh personal account Mm-hmm. yeah no it's just uh basically some people call me the uh, the capital commander but <laughs> i um, i don't know if i should uh i feel like there's a lot more people who know more about capital than i do but i definitely appreciate it well there's definitely a lot of people who know a lot more about trees and nylon than me but i'm hosting a podcast so yeah yeah <laughs> you just gotta take it in stride sometimes exactly. um yeah, this is, I'm, I'm just scrolling through your page right now. I haven't, <clears throat> I hadn't actually like fully appreciated the memes that you post, but they're <laughs> some you. good stuff. It's some very good stuff. You have a, uh, you have a favorite, I'm going to put it on the, put you on the spot, but. Do I have a favorite as I'm, as I'm scrolling through? I like your scene right now. <laughs> oh man. I, for some reason, I really like the one that got me smiling was the, uh, the matrix scene where he says, put me back. I was a fashion meme page admin yeah that, that's a good one <laughs> it's funny because like every single like like there's barely any thought that goes into any of like into making uh-huh. any of them. like i get like a like my source of inspiration i just i get like some weird fleeting thought and i'm like all right i'll just make that right now and yeah yeah no it's it's really like the easiest thing <laughs> Dude, I I'm the exact same way. I I haven't posted a real. I, I used to post memes a little bit more often than I do now. I post one for every um, guest that comes on now, and that, I think that's like a happy medium because I get to do both. I get to promote the podcast because the memes do better anyway. Yeah. And then also I get to you know got to get to make those. But what was I gonna say? Yeah, it's kind of just like I'll just be sitting. I'll be usually walking my dog, and I just get like a flash, and it's like this is good and then i'll just like put a note in my phone and come home and open photoshop when I'm, once i get back but and i only use photoshop i don't want to sound pretentious i only use photoshop because the free editing app that i used tried to make me pay for it a couple of times so now i just don't use that anymore yeah no i uh, i use like a bunch of different apps just like only through like my smartphone mm-hmm. a lot of the times i just like 
I use like the Instagram like story feature if I just need to like <laughs> text over something and I just yeah <laughs> those are always so funny though like crying yeah. in a Walmart just like in the create mode with like the purple to like yellow it's so funny that's such a funny meme to pose um my dog is trying to climb up my leg right now you need oh, to stop I'll show you I'll show you this is good for podcasts to um to have a purely visual aspect she is a Pomeranian Husky. Her name oh. is Mimi. Yeah, she has two. I don't know if you can see. She's two different colored eyes. She's got a blue eye. She's got a brown eye. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, I have a really beagle right now. Oh, nice. Very they nice. Um, yeah, she's she's super needy. She's going to be just like whining the whole podcast. Hopefully you can't hear it. No worries. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <It's not really laughs> cool. Um. So let's jump into the podcast proper now, now that people can see. Oh, also, you've talked about the meme page. Let's talk about, let's talk about Andrew. Let's talk about the man behind the memes. Um, I mean, obviously, you are the capital commander, as you said. Um, your personal page is Andrew R. Richards yeah. on Instagram. And everyone go check that out. Just look, look and see. How would you describe your style, though, for people who, who don't want to put in the effort? um yeah no I kind of feel like and sort of like an outlier with like the whole gorbcore thing as like like I do mm-hmm. have like an Arc'teryx jacket because it is I'm in Seattle and it's yeah. super rainy and like especially for the last like three weeks it's been rainy every single day mm-hmm. um so I just, that's just like my like main like essential thing I don't really like try to flex that but yeah it's like a lot of kind of like vintage mixed with like Japanese Americana and whatnot um yeah, no, just like trying to blend like workwear aesthetics as well. Um, yeah, no, just like not really trying to stick to one mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I do see your August 2020 post. It looks like you are wearing a pair of Solomons. So just yeah, want to throw yeah, that out there. Uh, that's like, yeah, no, that's the first that's post like, on the page. That's like the fit pics before you go to college is just like all like pictures like your parents take of you. Like my mom took them. <laughs> picture of me when we were at like some like Japanese garden yeah uh, yeah no like it's uh that's when I first kind of like started getting into it mm-hmm. uh, COVID kind of really like like I used to like I, I love like organic lab does it and like all those like more, like uh like mood board pages mood board accounts. yeah yeah um so like yeah I definitely kind of like found out, found out about this through like um uh, just kind of like getting like off the rails right now um, no no it's all good yeah um but yeah no kind of like found out about those through like the pandemic because like mm-hmm. not really being able to go out as much kind of like just being on social media and whatnot yeah um yeah no then like that kind of led to like going out and hiking more with like my family because i didn't really do that a whole lot before mm-hmm. i actually like have never i'm probably gonna get like <laughs> um like reprimanded by your listeners but i've never been camping in a tent outside of my backyard <laughs> wow well this is actually a perfect segue into the trees yeah. section if you're cool starting there uh yeah, yeah tell me tell me a little bit about your past with the outdoors besides the fact that you're a fucking poser apparently <laughs> no i am a poser um <laughs> yeah um it's like not really like ever been like a big thing like mm-hmm. for because like i grew up in like new jersey and okay. a lot of like good hiking around there like there's like the pine barrens which is like a huge like 
forest is filled with like pine trees and sand and ticks (laughs) like it's not it's not the best um not the best trails at all um but like whenever like i have family up in massachusetts so like whenever i visit them i there's a little bit better hiking around there um yeah, no, like I moved to Seattle a year ago and like the trails here are insane. Like it, I like really started kind of like getting into it um, recently in like the last year. Um, went on like three big hikes, mm. no, like backpacking trips or anything like that, just kind of like day trips. But um, yeah, no, it's like, it's definitely like super beautiful out here. Um, yeah, the- you're in the right spot to get into it. Tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like we also have like the Arcteryx like flagship store down, <laughs> downtown yeah. and like the, uh, rei like headquarters as Mm -hmm. well so like it's definitely very gorpy here yeah yeah yeah. i've i've had on um his name's archive drift kyle he lives he actually just moved out to oregon and he was talking about uh it's kind of a different perspective than yours because he was into the gorp scene i don't know when you got into it but he was into it pretty heavy and then he moved out there Mm -hmm. and so he was just like yeah i see on instagram like everyone's hyping up like solomon's and like like an Arcteryx and baggies and stuff. And I come in here, just everyone wears it. It's like, it yeah. is, it's just like norm core out there to wear that kind of stuff. Literally. It's just like, so Seattle is kind of like tech bro center. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, it's just like a bunch of like rich nerds wearing like jackets, <laughs> like on like going on like their morning runs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, not more not more so like a fashion sense yeah yeah like, although it's just, like yeah like the Arcteryx, it's not fashion for the right reasons you know what yeah I mean? it's just it, this is pure like functionality purposes yeah. um but there is still kind of like a uh there is still kind of like the whole like corp core like market around here where it's like guys like us like are kind of like mm-hmm. into it a little bit more like that more than just kind of like the or for like the aesthetic stuff like that yeah but also for like going out and whatnot yeah no i get that for sure um so you didn't you didn't go hiking a lot in new jersey you started going hiking a little bit now is there any big hike that you want to do do you want to get into like backpacking or do you want to get into like yeah. tent camping or anything like that yeah no of course i i really i have like a whole like list on my phone of oh, nice. like, um like my notes app of just like hikes I wanted to do it's like has like 25 like trailheads on it Mm. um because like we have so many good spots here we have like Mount Rainier yeah the Olympic Peninsula like the Ho Mm -hmm. Rainforest it's it there's like it you can really like it's it's like a lifetime's worth of like trails Mm -hmm. so like yeah I definitely like want to get into it um and yeah no like it's I'm I'm pretty like excited for it just like more so just trying to focus on school right now um, yeah, yeah for like, sure like this quarter for me because I, I work on like trimester system mm-hmm. um it's kind of just i just i haven't been able to go out hiking at all in the mm-hmm. last like few months because it's just like packed with school and i also have i work like four days a week as well yeah um but yeah no like whenever like i want to like kind of like get into like mushroom foraging as well mm-hmm. yeah i see some mushrooms on the page yeah there's some really there's this really cool documentary I saw on Netflix, um, Fantastic Fungi. I definitely really recommend anybody who's into like kind of like hiking and like outdoorsy and just like environmental like conservation um, to check that out. Um, 
it's really really good um, you said fantastic like, fungi yeah and okay. uh with this guy paul stamets or stamets i, I, I forget how you like pronounce <laughs> it but he's just like this old dude who is just a huge advocate for mushrooms he has like a little like hat that's like made of a mush like a giant mushroom head <laughs> and yeah no he's just like who i like strive to be in life <laughs> but yeah no it's, it's definitely a really good documentary i think i recommend yeah, that i'll have that queued up for later yeah yeah absolutely thank you um well yeah i mean i i just have i have so many questions about because it seems like you enjoy the outdoors a lot because you've got a lot of like nature in your posts but it's not mm -hmm. necessarily like corp core nature it is kind of like i don't know if i can say capital like it's like high fashion appreciation of nature you know where you're not actually like out there you're kind of just like admiring it from afar and like you've got some plans for it but you can understand that it's that's nice yeah. but you don't actually go I out yet a, i have like an archived post i think i i, I was like out on like a uh, big hike and like mm -hmm. posted a picture of like me just like on the trail or whatever but I don't know. I'm really picky with like how my account looks and <laughs> like I'm just weird like that and just like archived it. So yeah, no, like there used to be like more kind of like outdoorsy stuff, but like mm -hmm. I've just been like more confined because like I don't really I don't have a car out here either. Um, uh -huh. It's just kind of like, oh, is my friend are my friends able to like <laughs> with me as well? Because then like I can finesse or ride with them somewhere. But um, because yeah, like. I'm not going to like Uber to some like hike. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that for sure. And it's more fun to go with people too, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Definitely. Like, I don't really feel like you should ever really kind of like go alone. Yeah, unless you're super experienced. Yeah, you yeah. have like, you know what you need. But, you know, I, I definitely would credit a lot of my getting into hiking on like having someone to go with because over the lockdown period when like everything was shut down, I couldn't work. I was just getting unemployment and it was great me and my roommate would just like three days a week. Okay. Like this is a new hike. Like there's an app called all trails that if you don't have, you should probably, okay, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We would go on all trails, look in the current area and probably expand the radius pretty far. Cause I live in like Northern Georgia, but I expanded it up even farther North to like the, the borders. And, um, we're like, okay, we're going to go to all these state parks. We're going to do this. And then probably like three times a week, we would just hop in the car, drive like an hour, half away, and just like go on a hike and if i didn't have him with me probably wouldn't have done as many hikes because it's kind of boring to be in a car for that long by yourself and then also hike for a long time by yourself um but yeah no it's good it's good to have some some hiking partners and also camping also you gotta you gotta have people that know spots and stuff yeah of course for sure for sure um well i feel like i don't know if i have any more questions about trees i just need to hear like a verbal agreement that you're going to go on at least two hikes before the year ends <laughs> yeah do you know i okay i promise you i it's Thank not you. like i don't want to either yeah, i just yeah, like, yeah. really like have been like confined to like mm -hmm. the like radius Working school campus yeah yeah um, and it, it's killing me because like last year like i went out like a lot more because it was more like you know like online classes and stuff like mm -hmm. that but now, for like, sure it's just kind of like schedules packed mm. <laughs> i get that is this your first year like on actual college campus since you're a sophomore um so i was actually on campus last year as well but it was still just like virtual classes like okay in the dorm it wasn't the same i don't know what, what the what the vibe is like over there if there's like 
campus pride or whatever, but I could assume there weren't as many people because my, my school is kind of the same way where there were some classes around campus, but for the most part, it was fully online. So like there was like 50 people on campus at all times instead of like a couple of thousand, tens of thousands. Yeah, yeah, like I go to like a pretty like relatively like small school. So like maybe mm-hmm. I think it's like three to 4,000 people. Um, oh, wow. Where were, we, where were we talking about before? So. <laughs> uh, I asked you if this was your first time, like, really being on campus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, like, I had, like, it, it definitely feel like my first year, like, being at college. Mm-hmm. And because, uh, like, it was just, like, in like, this weird, like, limbo stage last year of, like, okay, I'm on campus, but, like, restrictions are super, super strict. Um, like, I wasn't really able to go, like, meet a lot of people although I've made like a bunch of good friends so I'm grateful for that um but like now just like everything seems more lively like there's more events going on yeah um it's just yeah it it feels like it's like a lot more like better vibes you know Mm -hmm. no I get that my sister um is also a sophomore and she lived at home last year because my parents didn't want her to live on campus to take online classes and then she just moved out of the house for the first time this year. And she's like, it's so much different. Like there's people in my classes. Like I see people when I walk around campus, it's wild. I'm like, yeah, it's like real college almost. Yeah, I mean, crazy. <laughs> definitely. I, I don't think pre COVID I ever would have even thought about taking an online class to be honest. Like I, I really wanted to be like the in-person. I, it wasn't even thought in my mind. Cause it was kind of like, Oh, the stigma around it. If you take online classes, you're kind of like a loser is the vibe that I got from it. Cause like yeah. everyone wanted to be in person. You're a freshman, you gotta walk around campus, you gotta meet people. Um, but now it's just like I prefer online classes after that, after the whole yeah, experience, I, you know. Yeah, I definitely miss it. Like I there it might <laughs> be because like it was like my freshman year and like yeah, classes seem to be you know, they're picking up now year on your first year. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, it's just I just feel like it's a lot more like taxing. Kind of like, oh, I can't just like stay in bed and on Zoom all day. I actually have to like get off my ass and like go to like the other side of campus, even though it's like a really small campus, and I'm just being lazy. Um, yeah, I definitely get that. Turn on the Zoom call and just like close your laptop, go back to bed. I did yeah, that. Yeah, no, like so I've, many times. I've done that, like. A few times last year but like it was nice yeah. and, um, it was nice it was nice i couldn't tell you a single thing i learned though like i don't think you know, i retained any information that i got last last year yeah learning like micro and macroeconomics over zoom <laughs> um, i actually like accidentally threw out my notebook too when moving oh. into my new dorm <laughs> so like i have oh, no wow. idea it's just <laughs> all gone all i remember is line demands <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's all that matters. Supply yeah, and demand. Yeah. Yep. Um, cool. So I guess we've kind of already moved off of the, the nylon or the trees section. I don't actually I'll ask you some questions. I have a couple more. Are there any like countries or any national parks in the US or anything like that that really stick out to you that you like to go visit? Or is it all just kind of still um, forming? Yeah, actually, uh over the uh over the oh, uh, that's right next summer i think i'm like my girlfriend and i and her family they have a uh, it'll be more of like a glamping trip because they, mm. uh, they have an rv but oh. uh, the world we're gonna be uh driving up from new jersey to acadia in maine um, very nice uh, like a week out there and doing just like a lot more just like hiking there mm. uh, like 
checking out the cool like beaches, the uh, the peaks there. I've uh, I've been to Maine like once before. I have like an uncle who lives there, oh, but nice. um, like never like actually like been to like the um, like the Circadia, and mm-hmm. it just looks like so beautiful. Um, it is. Yeah. No. And then obviously like me like being into the whole like. <laughs> like soy jack like uh-huh. japan yes uh, <laughs> I, I i just want to like go to a I, i've always like like just like mount do you like national park like yeah i don't know if that's a national park but uh it's, i don't know if japan has national parks i can look it up real yeah, quick yeah. i don't know any japanese uh, national parks but i want to visit a lot of them uh, i think okinawa would be really cool to visit as well which is like the mm-hmm. tropical islands there yeah there's um, 30 national parks in japan wow um, there's 63 in the u.s for uh for context mm-hmm. but yeah no and then like back to like the u.s like i want to the the end goal not the end goal but like my goal in the next like maybe like 10 years right now is like buy a volkswagen van. <laughs> yeah and just like drive that across like all through the country visiting like all the national parks like in Utah, um, like yeah. Montana, finishing like the like the Pacific Northwest, um, mm. yeah, and just kind of like because I've never like really been to like the Southwest area. I've been to, like mm. LA like, once in like eighth grade, but like okay, that's not like I want to like see like, the Grand Canyon and like that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, you know, like yeah, I definitely <laughs> like. It's not like I'm opposed to hiking or getting out like i really really want to do it it's just like i haven't really had like the a good chance or time to but it's on the agenda it's on the list it's on the list for sure well i will say i've been to a few you've mentioned a lot of things in in your speech so i'm going to touch all of them acadia is amazing i'll send you on instagram um some of the hikes that i went on that Mm -hmm. i really really enjoyed and some of them that I mean, there's one that I'll mention here. It's called Precipice Trail. I don't know if you heard of it. It's the most dangerous hike um, that I've ever been on where to the point where um, you have to like legit rock climb, like boulder up to get to some of the spots uh, to actually climb the trail. And they say uh, you can't go back down once you start. You can't like chicken out and go back down because it is like sheer cliff faces you have to climb and you can't turn around because you'll hit someone coming up. So that one is dangerous and it was wet. It was like raining uh, when we were there. So we did not do that one because uh, the rungs were too wet, but there's a lot of them. There's a lot of hikes up there that are actually like pretty, it's the most dangerous park I've ever been to, honestly, like the least um, safety precautions, I think on just like normal trails. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been out, I've been out West as well. Oh, you talked about Japan. I was going to talk about that. I really want to, I, w- I went to Japan back in 20. 20- 18 2018 but i was only in tokyo i didn't go anywhere else except i went to oh no my mom's gonna kill me if <laughs> she listens to this i always forget what it's called um i went to some small fishing village but i didn't really venture outside of tokyo too much but i definitely want to go up to like i think the northern island is called hokkaido i really want to go there because there's a ton of mountains there i don't know where mount fuji is actually but either way outside tokyo i think towards like the southwest i could be wrong though that's the opposite direction let's see i'll google it real quick no fuji is yeah south 
like right below southwest below tokyo yeah, yeah definitely like oh, sorry you know you got it you got uh, it yeah like i've always like wanted to just like go to tokyo as well because like capital has like the craziest <laughs> storefronts they have like i think like about like a dozen stores there and they all specialize in like different um aspects like of the brands oh, wow um, like there's one there's like one that only sells like bags that capital makes and the capital mm. i feel as them they make their like bag is it's just called like that da- capital duffel their whole like mm-hmm. uh, bag like sub brand is super underrated and like just looks super cool they utilize like fishnet um ah. like industrial fi- fishnet not like stockings um yeah um just like really cool like old like americana aesthetics as well but you know mm-hmm. um but then they also have like a store that's focused on like the century denim which mm-hmm. are you familiar with that i believe i've seen it tossed around i'm gonna yeah it's you can pretty, explain uh, it to me pretty popular right now it's just capital is kind of like trademark denim right now um okay. it's supposed to last it's called century denim it's supposed to last like 100 years um, oh wow made super well i don't have a pair yet but um yeah no it's just like anyways just want to check out like all those stores as well then like um there's also a bunch of really cool like vintage americana stores mm. as well um there's this really cool magazine called clutch magazine if you're into kind of like the whole like japanese americana thing i um, am like they're they're super super cool really good publication and uh yeah no they have like a bunch of stuff like going like they kind of like spotlight a lot of the cool like not just clothing stores but also like cool like coffee shops mm-hmm. um like barber shops like stuff like just like cool kind of like just hangout areas in japan mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah i got into the whole like gorpcore thing like a year too late because i went to japan then and i probably got into it in like 2019 mm-hmm. but yeah i i didn't go to any like and wander stores i didn't go to capital i didn't i didn't do anything crazy like that i just kind of went to like the babe store and uniqlo yeah yeah no like back yeah like looking back in like 2018 like all i wore was like supreme and like Stussy uh-huh. and Ledger, <laughs> all that like streetwear stuff and yeah. it wasn't really until like next year um like 2019 mm-hmm. i kind of found out about like, the whole like archive fashion thing mm-hmm. i never i never owned any rick owens or like any anything like that any like scary dark wear i mean <laughs> like undercover shirts um yeah. and I, like undercover and like nike's like i think it's called yakuza i i, f- I forget how you pronounce their uh their line uh yakuza is that it i think that's what it is I'm not yeah, gonna so it, yeah, but that's like yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. pretty like gorpy and like yeah, yeah. I feel like kind of looks just like the the rain like the running jackets is are, are super cool, um, um, but yeah no like then I kind of like found out about like capital through that and I kind of like just stuck with it like oh this is a cool brand I kind of like want to dive deeper into it. Nice, um, yeah. So I guess. This is beautiful. The segues are happening so naturally. We can talk about, you've mentioned a little bit about your shameful past buying Supreme and pleasures and all that. What else were you into? Like what got you into the whole fashion scene? Um, 
So yeah, no, I think like the progression for like a lot of people who are like into fashion right now kind of just starts with like your whole like mall core type deal mm-hmm. and like like middle school and like eighth grade I was like kind of like oh zoomies is so cool I, I'm gonna buy like thrasher shirts and like <laughs> huff and like all that stuff and like I have family in like Manhattan and mm-hmm. I think it was like summer of like 2017 they were like oh we should go to the supreme store and like before that kind of like um I like like the th- first thing that popped up in my mind was just like what anybody who doesn't really know about like supreme is like oh they just sell like five thousand dollar box logo <laughs> yeah and that's like all i thought about like i just knew it was like some like stupid expensive brand but then i went there and like i'm like oh wow like they actually have like some t-shirts for like 30 40 bucks that like mm-hmm. have different designs on it and that kind of like started that whole kind of like streetwear um like age kind of got i never really got into like vape or anything like that but um more just like kind of like uh just like the low-key like supreme pieces and stuff like of course, that of course like, yeah were you ever a reseller yeah <laughs> um <laughs> there's like i have a depop page out there somewhere that i like lost the password to that just has uh-huh. a bunch of like sold listings of like supreme teas i think like at my peak i had maybe it wasn't like i never got like super crazy and so i might have had like maybe like like 20 supreme shirts at a time oh well like like once um which yeah that is a lot now like looking back um (laughs) you know kind of like just i feel like after supreme it kind of like shifted towards more like brain dead and like stray rats and kind of and like and that kind of stuff and then like Mm -hmm. finding out about like archive yeah like where i am now and (laughs) yeah that's the pipeline yeah it is it's like the uh if you've ever seen the uh, like fashion circles of hell (laughs) yeah 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 very similar to that what circle are you on i should ask what's you remember what circle are you on i don't even remember i don't even think i'm on it right now uh <laughs> i don't think they put on i don't think they put capital on it i think i'm like i think i've transcended past that i don't uh, really <laughs> that sounds you're in fashion heaven that's where you are um, you're not in hell <laughs> you're still in heaven even falling I'm, yet yeah, I, i'm not yeah i know i broke through the system i am not i'm not dante I, <laughs> um I've never read Dante's Inferno, so I don't know any reference that I'm making. I have not read Dante's Inferno either, but I have um, watched a video of a guy describing all of it. Shout out Wendigoon on YouTube. Yo, dude, Wendigoon's my favorite YouTuber. Yeah? Yeah. I yeah, he's love- sick. I um, started watching him back in like January because I had a really boring internship and I would just listen to all of his conspiracy theory iceberg videos. Yeah, no, same. Like, I remember like, <laughs> back and that's crazy no i remember like, back in like february he he's like blowing up right now too yeah he's going crazy um and yeah no it's just like watching every single conspiracy theory iceberg mm-hmm. video for like six hours straight and i was like oh, yeah. oh this is like very like soothing and relaxing but yeah no like shout out to wendigoon like he's the best um, he's awesome should yeah. come on the pod. <laughs> should, yeah. I don't know how well he would uh, uh I don't I don't know if he's equipped at all to come on to a podcast about fashion and 
going outside, but yeah. I'd love to see. I want to see his um wow. He only had are you looking at his social blade? Yeah, he had five thousand subscribers back in January. And now he's at 138. Yeah. That's crazy. Um yeah, no, I think he just posted a video like this morning too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he did at the uh, "I Have No Mouth and I'm a Scream" video. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, I've, I've I've seen other videos on it, but I want to see what he says. If he just yeah, explains it, I'll watch it again. I don't really care. He's a cool guy. I like his yeah. stuff. But anyway, shout out him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was that was very uh, off topic, but yeah. Hey, hey, who cares, man? No one's listening. Actually, that's a lie. People are actually listening now, but I think they enjoy that. I don't know. Give me some feedback if you don't enjoy whenever we get off topic. I think no one says anything, so I think I think it's fine. I feel like like. I don't know. I feel like a lot of your listeners kind of like would probably listen to Wendigoon as well. So yeah. they the uh, the reference. He's a fun guy. He's fun. Taking well, off the Capitol fleece. Oh, oh man. man, I know. <laughs> it's like my uniform. Yeah. I, you wore it in hopes that I would do a fit check at the top of the episode. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's ex- that's like literally exactly like what. <laughs> um, because I got the Capitol hat on still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just wearing a Carhartt tee and like no name shorts that I've yeah, had forever. Yeah. I was in like sweatpants all morning. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and I just like go to class. I'm like, ah, might as well get some type of fit off. <laughs> Absolutely. How important is getting a fit off when you go to class? This is just another out topic question. Um, I don't feel like it's, it all depends on how you how you feel when you wake up that morning. Mm-hmm. Like, um like if i feel like shit and i'm kind of like i feel like i don't know putting on like a cool outfit like very marginally makes me feel a little bit better um but then like when i get back to my dorm room i'm just like i just slip into like the sweatpants that i i was wearing before that (laughs) and like yeah um yeah no like it's uh yeah it's it's like it's kind of like weird. Like I, I get like I get compliments. Like there's a few pieces. Like I have these crazy like capital hickory stripe like carpenter pant things with like yeah. removable chaps. They're like my mm-hmm. favorite pants. I wear I only I literally only wear like two pairs of pants. <laughs> Those and then like these old ass like cold weather like U.S. military pants from like World War Two. I think oh, wow. um, those are the like olive ones. Yeah, they're super yeah. cool um but they, they just keep me like warm and dry because mm. like the seattle rain doesn't like <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, doesn't and the same with like the ones but yeah no like i remember like whenever i wear like, my fleece to class there's always like somebody's like oh that's that's a pretty cool sweater it's a cool fleece i'm like oh thank you like it's, it's like a kind of like it's a good like pick me up you know mm. um same with like the pants or like whatever but um yeah, there's just some days where you're just like, okay, I'm just gonna go on like a hoodie and sweatpants and like let everyone down. Yeah. <laughs> be, be a normal person. <laughs> yeah, you're a normal person for once. Um, I would like to ask, what's your favorite? You mentioned your favorite pants. What's like a favorite jacket, hoodie, fleece, whatever you want, like outerwear? Yeah. Um well Going back to like what I said before, I think like my maybe like my essential jacket is like my Arcteryx. I think it's a Beta SL. Um, mm. I'm not sure though because like all those na- all the names confuse me. Um, but that's just like 
not really more of like a fashion statement but kind of just like functionality pure functionality because i commute to work um it's like i walk like 15 minutes hop on a bus and walk another 15 minutes i'm fine okay like it's just been super rainy and like so that keeps me dry so like i like i don't know why i'd do without it but then like uh are you familiar with the capital raincoats no i'm not i'm not familiar with much of capital because their site is extremely intimidating to me yeah no it don't don't bother with their site there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of american retailers um uh-huh. who, like their websites are very aesthetically pleasing there's one um there's one here in seattle called glass wing they stock capital um there's one uh, i think my favorite one is probably called blue in green uh in soho mm-hmm. in new york ah. capital visvum a lot of japanese denim um their store is super cool and their their websites are super cool but anyways um <laughs> the ring coat is like this crazy like cross between like an m65 jacket and mm-hmm. like a bathrobe or like maybe like even like a snuggie almost huh it's crazy and like you can wear a bunch of different ways and i have one that's in like a weird like tiger camo like mesh um so like when i whenever i wear it it's actually in like my latest pick oh let's go check it out oh okay okay i'm talking about yeah creepy and flowy yeah my most like Uh. (laughs) avant-garde but um that's just like super cool and it's like However, since it is mesh, it yeah. does not keep you warm at all. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, it's actually like perforated. So like, it makes me colder. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, then, you just could get some base layers. It's perfect for layering. I know, I know. That's what it's all about. It's the name of the game, man. Exactly. For, uh, yeah, no, like I actually like, I wear my capital police under it all the time. And it just feels like a normal, like winter jacket. Yeah. Uh, for like footwear, I have some kiko asics okay. the, uh, the gel delva twos and like oh, what color uh the uh oh and like the black and blue yeah and then it has like a kind of like lavender color like under like on un- like through like this little like oh, the perforation thing. yeah i think it's like i think the colorway name was like aqua lilac or something like that uh, yeah no like those are like my kind of like uh i just slip them on they're super comfy and like i walk the class but then i have some red wing moctos which are mm-hmm. um really good boots i really yeah. recommend them i feel like they fit in anybody's wardrobe really um yeah i got i got them i work retail at a whenever i go back home um to new jersey over the summer and we uh, we stock Red Wing there, and so oh, nice repair. Um, and I, they're like they're really. It took a while to break in. They really like abuse your feet. Got <laughs> uh, like bloody blisters for like a good two weeks. But now like they're they're broken in that they like feel like slippers right now. Oh wow. it's, very, uh, it's very satisfying. I wear those a lot. Um, and then just like some Birkenstocks. I like my girlfriend got me. Um, nice. Those are like a good like everyday the casual shoe, yeah. 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 Um, you know, Birkenstocks can also kind of like be styled. Like Boston's are super big right now. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, they're huge. 
just see like hidden.ny for any information on those (laughs) or old man allen yeah no there's this uh there's this guy in seattle who makes like a lot of custom chrome heart um pieces okay like deconstructs shout the paul uh at gypsy market he's super cool um but he uh yeah he made like a custom pair of like Birkenstock Boston's with like Chrome Hearts hardware. Oh wow. It's super cool. Um and then you know, so like I'm not even a Chrome Heart. I'm not even into like Chrome Hearts myself though. So mm. they just look cool. You can you can respect them from I can respect it, but it won't fit into like I try to stick to an aesthetic. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, you have the aesthetic that I wish I had, honestly. Oh, thank um, you so much. That's of course. That's a good compliment. <laughs> yeah honestly i need now i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up some very personal information i submitted my fit to you on a some something and you gave it yeah. a 7.5 because you didn't like the pants so i I need some i need some pants tips because i agree the pants could be better but i don't know where yeah. to look i no, think I, my mind goes to like military surplus is somewhere i should look honestly yeah um I, I remember the fit. You had like the Arcteryx and Zolo hat on, right? And then like some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some S-Lab uh, Solomons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was, it was an early days fit. I do. I feel like such an asshole all the time with those outfit rating stories. I don't want to do them anymore, but it's kind of just like tradition for my account that like whenever we hit mm-hmm. like a new like 1,000 uh, follower milestone, I like yeah. rate people's fits. And I can be an asshole sometimes, man no it's, it's fine i didn't i didn't feel i didn't feel harassed i mean maybe some of those other guys who are just trying to dress like um i don't know Auschwitz, whatever that new style is i don't know what yeah. to even call it like whatever the new hype beasts are dressing like it you can rag cool. on them all day yeah like the double knees and like yeah 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 and whatever like it's not necessarily a bad style either it's just so watered down and like exactly four page and like it's yeah like there's i don't know no, there's no character in it you know it's not yeah. it's not yours there's no thought put into it um, yeah like there's a sense of like satisfaction once you like kind of find your own personal style for sure um but yeah anyways with like the pants um <laughs> yeah no like there's i'm trying to think like i like there's these really cool pants i love right now um they're hbt monkey pants hbt stands for herringbone twill it's like a type of fabric mm. that was used in um and like a lot during like world war ii um i feel like okay let me let me pull my instagram and look at the fit actually yeah i gotta like go in depth now but um oh yeah okay so here's the fit um yeah no like it's not bad like the jacket um and like the hoodie combo is really good and then also like the sin solo is obviously like a really good like it's just a cool hat i really like like the, the electric blue colorway mm-hmm. um i kind of want one of those you know like the pants are cool um it's really not a bad fit at all it's like maybe like some i just think like that kind of style with like the jacket looks good with like baggier pants yeah like, i could also i'm also biased because like i mostly wear baggy pants um mm-hmm. not baggy but like you know like wide fitting pants yeah yeah, yeah. um I'm also partial to a wider fitting pant as well. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, no, like some cargo pants actually just like some wide like military cargos. I feel like would also look really good with those like Solomons as well. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. No, I've, 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 I will say it first. I don't have enough pants at all in my collection. I've got like three have, pairs I, I, of. Yeah. I've I got three pairs of Arcteryx Stow pants, um, which I wear for just like hiking and stuff. But as far as like putting a fit together like that, where it's more, I don't even know what the like. Mm, tactical isn't the right word. I don't know. I don't know what the word is. But anyway, I only have like three pairs of jeans and then a pair of carpenter pants that you see in the fit. Oh, actually, I got a pair of Carhartt Dickies that are. I got I to gotta get a fit pick out in those because I like them. Carhartt Dickies, I said, whatever. Carhartt like cargo pants, but um, they're like Dickies. But yeah, I don't, I, don't have, I don't have a big pants selection. Yeah, neither do I. Like I, like I said, like if you look through like any of my recent fit picks, it's just two different pairs of pants, like the striped <laughs> ones and then like the cargo pants. I'm currently saving it. Like I've, I found a really cool pair of Capital like gardener pants. Um. Mm-hmm they kind of look like an like it's like a one size fits fits all type deal like super oh. wide and like the waist is like adjustable kind of like an apron um hmm. it's kind of out of my style but like I, I they're like 50 i found them for like 50 bucks from japan oh nice so i might my cop um but yeah no i definitely feel like the struggle of just like not having any <laughs> pairs of pants to like yeah. work with um no, no definitely my girlfriend will never let me forget how little pants that I have. So I just yeah. need some need some better ones. I need some ones that like fit me better, you know, because I just don't want to buy a bunch of jeans. I want to have like, I really like the cargo pants and like the the Carhartt ones. She actually got me those, but I, I want like more stuff like that. Because if I had like a gray, like a brown pair of those, I think that'd be perfect. Because then I could wear that with my my little overcoat that I'm wearing in that picture that I really like too. Yeah. Anyway yeah yeah Anyways. no yeah um i feel like if you're looking for like a good pair of like denim mm-hmm. uh just like you can't really go wrong with japanese denim yeah it's like it's i don't have any pairs right now but uh, <laughs> i'm currently saving up for one and i feel like such a hypocrite being like oh yeah dude it's so good like it's top of the line but i don't even have anything because it's expensive um it but is. like it's more like so before like Levi's kind of like switched over to the whole like okay let's produce our stuff in like like Southeast Asia Asia mm-hmm. and like places like like Vietnam or like Malaysia and stuff like stuff like that it was all like made in like the U.S. Um, yeah. and like a certain like it, that like making like good like long lasting jeans requires sort of like a craftsmanship and like attention mm-hmm. to detail. Um, and so like and they also had a lot of like factories in japan at the time so like when they kind of like switched over to like trying to make more like cheaper pants like i like mm-hmm. at the masses yeah uh, a lot of the japan a lot of the uh, uh japan factories were left empty and so like left a lot of people who were like interested in denim in japan to like okay let's just buy this old factory and make them like how they used to oh wow and yeah. it's still going on to this day um and so like it's kind of like japanese and like it's supposed to last like a while to like your jeans like you should maybe wash them like twice a year which sounds nasty but like it's really like not that bad god bless you <laughs> thank you um, i had to mute the sneeze <laughs> <laughs> all good um and like 
it's just if you get it like a right pair that's like has like the right color like the right fit it could just literally just wear it you could just wear it every single day like there's people who wear the same pair of jeans like every day for a year and they just fade so nicely um there's a really cool brand called oni like the japanese demon mm. oni like o-n-i yeah yeah i think i've seen I these plug in all these uh brands <laughs> but um like they're just super sick uh they're all made in japan on one mm. loom by one old man wow so, like and the only reason why it's made on one loom is because um is because it's the only one that can like withstand his methods <laughs> um so like if they if they break it they're just like okay it's ruined um that's wild yeah but no it's cool and like there's this place right across the uh canal for me that's like it's Mm -hmm. called blue owl workshop they're like probably one of the best japanese denim retailers in the the entire country so like Mm -hmm. this is crazy how i can literally like i'm looking at the building right now i can like see (laughs) which is super sick um but they have it there and so like i've been trying them on like a bunch and like i'm probably like after mm. christmas you know like once i got that like grandparents money <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna like you get to invest i'm gonna yeah invest in like good pair of, uh, of uh denim and yeah no it's just uh yeah no but anyways like that was like a little like japanese denim rant um, yeah yeah and i was gonna say um one of my friends uh got into like raw denim for a second there mm-hmm. and he was just he was telling me about like yeah you can't wash them like you're supposed to like roll in the beach to actually wash them and like go in the water and stuff. Cause you don't want to actually, you don't actually put them in the, in the wash. You're supposed to like hand clean them, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was, I was looking into it a little bit and I just, I read like a ton of articles about how like the Japanese do it best because honestly, I don't get too political on this podcast, but um, capitalism has ruined uh, artisanship, you know? Yeah there's like like what you're explaining with levi like just so obvious that they value mass production over just like quality product which is really sad to see mm-hmm. yeah it's all it's almost like sort of like bound to happen too with like because like at its core like levi's was founded in like the 1800s um and like they were the first per, they were the first brand to like release the denim jacket mm-hmm. um and like like make they're the first like just denim brand for like the masses um and so it was just it's kind of like bound to happen like they're that they would get to like what they're at right now but like it's still like and then like yeah they still do have like their own like sub lines where they kind of they do like reproductions of like what they used to do and they actually source it out of japan but like that still doesn't change the fact that like they're still like utilizing like basically like slave labor to yeah. like yeah. make jeans just to like solely produce just to solely like boost profit margins mm-hmm. and it, it's just frustrating um but at the, like like a like a phoenix from the ashes there's like like they have like japanese denim and like they like <laughs> a phoenix from the ashes <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they like recognize like okay like people like there is like a market for this still and people genuinely appreciate it even if it's for like a higher price point mm-hmm. uh, yeah people are still willing to pay it which is mm-hmm. nice to see you know yeah 
Yeah. And I mean, there's even pieces like my, the same guy, he bought a pair of like, like 1800s French work pants off of grail. And he's like, I just, they just have patches all over them and they still work just fine. I was like, that is insane. That's so yeah. cool. No, like French workwear is also insane. Um, so I, in Seattle, I work at a, a, a vintage store. It seems you don't like- have to dox yourself. <laughs> I know. I know. I won't. I won't. Um, but it's it sells like true vintage and we have a few of those like pants come in from like we have like french workwear like mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you've ever seen like the blue like french chore coats um they're really popular right now especially with like kind of like like vintage explore page they're, like, not, they're not <laughs> bad like... at all though they're super cool um but like, we get the, a few of those in like and oh yes 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 yeah, yeah. And then we have a lot of the uh, like French workwear pants come in with like all these crazy patches and like people mm. spend like up to like $600, $700 for them. Wow. Stinky, smelly pants. But like I understand <laughs> why because they look so cool. Yeah, and they're pretty so sick. Have, like, reference them. Very awesome stuff. You mentioned a uh, vintage store. You mentioned selling. And now we're going to mention uh, Indigo Mountain. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have just successfully, I believe your first launch was a few days ago. Um, yeah, uh, semi-successfully, have not made any sales yet. Um, but that's probably just, it, you know, it's like, I didn't really expect to like for it to sell out. Like, it's a, it's a small project. So yeah, Indigo, anyways, Indigo Mountain is just sort of this little, just like online curated, like vintage, but also more like curated, like capital this one mm-hmm. maybe have like some south to west eight um yeah. just like japanese brands um and it's a work in progress right now like there's only like <laughs> things on my website um but like i'm not trying to rush it and yeah. i'm just trying to build like more of a like kind of like what like unsound rags has going with like their instagram like that kind of like just like good curation but also like good like write-ups as well like it's gonna function as like a web store but also like blog posts and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah no it's just it's not really one concrete thing it's just more of just like a personal outlet for like just a creative outlet for me uh where i can like write about that's like isn't it doesn't like have to do with like like academic wise just like i like writing like writing's fun um yeah i agree yeah yeah um so yeah no it's just it's just a work in progress like i actually like have to um i have to like not shut down i have to like make the website private again in mm-hmm. like a week because i'm about to fly back home to new jersey for winter break and i'm not about to pack everything <laughs> that i'm yeah in a suitcase yeah um, so yeah it's just didn't really do the best planning but whatever <laughs> it's up there that's what matters you did it you did it yeah that's yeah the hardest exactly. part you know yeah no and like <laughs> I, it, was, it wasn't even like too hard to make either it was just having like my priority my priorities in like other spots with like school and work but also just mm-hmm. kind of like just working on it like a little bit like here and there and then like i i really could have gone all out in maybe like two days I just prolonged it towards for like two months. Um, yeah. But that was cool, and like I'm happy with how it came out. Like the, I feel like the website looked really cool. 
Um, so, you yeah, know, shout out to Squarespace because, hey, if you're trying to get <laughs> Shout out to Squarespace. Yeah, <laughs> this is not sponsored. Um, no, I wish. <laughs> but uh, I'm sorry if your sponsors drop you for this. You can no, no, just, you'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, like, Squarespace, really like, if you're, like, for, like, trying to start, like, a, a website, um, <laughs> like, yeah, it's expensive, but, like, it looks really professional. No. Um, yeah, I, I had a previous podcast endeavor on Squarespace as well. And the reason that I didn't continue it is because uh, the podcast wasn't that good and no one was listening to it. And also I was paying $140 a year to have it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's that much fun. Uh, so now yeah. I, I use Anchor. Yeah, hey, uh, shout out to Anchor for sponsoring the podcast today. It's purely just for hosting podcasts. I don't have to have a website connected to it at all cool yeah no like yeah i'm doing like the 26 dollars a month plan oh nice i'm like that's not too much but like i don't know like i just have like way too many subscriptions going on right now Mm -hmm. um yeah no it's like it's it's worth it though like it's one of those things where like i don't i don't regret and like i'm just happy and then like my dad like posted it on like on his facebook it was like look at what my son did and so it's just like (laughs) it's like okay like this is pretty cool actually um yeah I'm I'm on your page again. I'm looking at your uh, your memes one more time. I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. Speaking of which, I have written down here. How did you How did you start the uh, anarcho-capitalism page? Yeah. So what um, was what was the re- what was the reasoning behind it? Um. So I just followed a lot of fashion meme pages, like like memes Saint Laurent. Mm-hmm. um shout out to car there's a lot of shout outs this podcast yeah yeah but that's, that's shout out to carson who's like um carson who runs me in saint laurent he's like we live like literally like two blocks away from each other and we wow. he's like one of my closest friends so like oh, but awesome. he's also like he, uh i mean saint laurent like dick owens mm-hmm. um like fast and ruined my life like all these like all these accounts like are just like super funny and like uh i might as well like, try to like get it <laughs> um and i did not have like any i had no idea like it was gonna like reach like what it was <laughs> now it was just more of just like a shit post thing that I was like oh i'll just delete this in a few days mm-hmm. um you know like it's i kind of liked it i took a break from it too like back in the spring i like deactivated for a few months yeah i was um, gonna i was gonna bring that up i wasn't sure if it was your account or not but i'm, I'm pretty sure it was now mm-hmm. i know it is <laughs> yeah yeah um, what was that yeah, all about uh if you don't mind getting into like, it i should say i feel like i was like getting a little just social media is just super distracting and mm-hmm. i just feel like i wasn't really like i was just too kind of like invested in it and also like it's like a to- it can be a toxic community as well and there wasn't like any like instance of me just like there's of me like oh, okay I'm done with this. It was just more just like, eh, maybe I should just kind of like regulate this and like not really spend too much time on it. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of like deactivated for, for a few months and like focused on like other things. And um, yeah, no, then it was actually like, I I was going to keep it deactivated for a while, but then um, archived PDF, if you're familiar with them, they, uh, they inter- interviewed me for like a little tiny article about it and so i'm like eh, i might as well like start it up again and yeah now it's like really like it's gained like a 
think like a thousand followers since I like kind of like started oh, wow. it up again. So yeah, no, it's 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 it's, it's cool. Um, and now here you are on the Trees and Nylon podcast, know, about I, to get two thousand more followers. Oh yeah, you got this <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, but no, this is cool. Like, this is my my first podcast I've been on. So like, uh, I've always like wanted to like be on the podcast too. So thank you, man. This is of this course, is of course. Thanks uh, for uh, answering. I know you you have more. Your number is bigger than mine on Instagram, which means like you're a god, and I'm just like a surf or whatever so yeah thanks oh, for yeah. looking yeah. down on lowly old me and answering me yeah no you need to like bow down to me yeah yeah no. for sure <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with anything you say well yeah sorry it's just like the it's the fashion meme page influence no i get it i get it <laughs> sorry no but like literally like I, I i respond to most like dms there's a few that like i can't get to or like mm-hmm. Uh, people just kind of like do like story reactions and yeah. I'm just like I don't know how to respond to this yeah I usually um, just like them <laughs> yeah I just like them basically um, so yeah I know it's just like it's cool though so like yeah no like and you can reach out to me anytime as well so right everyone every single person listening go send this guy a dm on yeah. all three accounts that he has <laughs> exactly you should also buy like my web store so I can like put food in my table yeah everyone everyone i need eight people to kind of just take one for the team and cop some i mean they're cool clothes uh but you just have to i don't have to because i'm the one who's promoting it but eight of you have to go actually buy something from the web store so i'm sorry to be the one to tell you that but i'm not going to say names but eight people have to go do it uh so this guy can you should do like a random like name selector. So like, yeah, it's it's a reverse it's raffle. It's like an anti-raffle. It's like, no, you have to actually give us money. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. My bad. You gotta go pay this guy for his uh stinky old smock. Like the Hunger Games, but for like smelly vintage clothing. Yeah, for real. <laughs> awesome. Um, my next question is also relating to uh Mark Zuckerberg and the algorithm that we all bow down to. How did you get into the whole GORP? scene because i mean you're not really in it but i do see a few I'm, mutuals I, that follow you i'm like secretly into it um, okay. i don't really know like a lot of the guys into it but like you know like i think it like i feel like what's especially like now uh i feel mm-hmm. like what started it is just kind of like oh all these mood board accounts post really cool stuff <laughs> um i'm gonna post it on my instagram story like like organic labs up or like l hall or like yeah yeah, yeah. like they're all super cool and like i really like i like really want to buy like all these like like i just i love i love work for it like it's just like super cool i just have like a lot of like pieces from it so yeah you're being uh, influenced super heavily you just don't have the dough exactly yeah no it's definitely like it's definitely a an investment to be like truly corpy definitely yeah definitely Mm -hmm. and there is something to be said about like the the whole consumerist aspect of it all of like you yeah. only need six rain jackets i only have one personally but i know like and i know a lot of these bigger influencers that are doing the influencing are getting them for free for that reason mm-hmm. but like how many jackets do you really need because you don't really yeah. need that much you yeah, know that brings up a good point because like i just rem- like i i don't i'm kind of like I, as much as i like core core i think it's super cringy when people kind of just like buy like 
10 different kinds of like the same arcteryx jacket because like arcteryx also isn't like the most ethical company like a lot of no yeah it's actually like all manufactured in the same situation with like levi's um, oh wow there's maybe like i think there's two jackets that are made in canada um yeah no like if like you can look up like is arcteryx an ethical uh, company and like it'd be like eh. let me go grab some of my clothes and we can read where they're made from i could just be like no like i yeah is arcteryx made in china um all apart from two jackets all arcteryx jackets are made in the far east it's either indonesia china vietnam bangladesh or myanmar arcteryx adamayar made in bangladesh yeah so this is this is me calling out the gort community i'm joking arcteryx apton made in el salvador Okay, that's not too bad. Arcteryx Beta, made in Myanmar, Burma. Kyanite, made in Indonesia. So yeah, not not exactly. Um, yeah, like say what you will, like, like maybe they Pico. do. Like I do like know like a lot of like, a lot of brands like who do still produce like in like the East. Mm-hmm. They do like, they do a pretty good effort of like making sure like okay is it actually ethically made like are we not like like we're, we like we're not using child labor right um so like i feel like our terrorists like might be one of those but also then like the um the spray that like the gore-tex um like I'm, i forget what it's called but like new arcteryx jackets like it's the it's the chemical that like makes the water like beat off the gore-tex uh, the gore-tex poly whatever that is yeah mm-hmm. That's like super bad for the environment, well. And so, like, I just see like, um, are you familiar with the rapper Killy? Yeah. So, like, if you've seen his Instagram account, there's he had a post where he just has like, maybe like. Is that him? Is that him? Is that Killy in the video? That video has gone around so many. I've been sent that so many times by so many different people. I know. I know what video you're talking about, though. (laughs) Where the guy's just like peeling back. Oh, okay, okay. I see it. Yeah. I'm on his Instagram now. Um, and like that, like, yeah, it's cool to like, like obviously like be like, like, so like have your like hobbies. Like, <laughs> it's good to like hike and like be interested in all these brands. But then like, I recommend just kind of just like buy secondhand. Like, I bought my Arctic jacket off a of grilled, so like you're not really kind of like mm-hmm. supporting the retail thing. But yeah, no, like supporting the brand. Yeah. No, yeah. I like I like the brand. Like it's cool. It's a cool like aesthetic and whatever. Like yeah, it's like kind of like elevated hype beast, but like it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know? According to goodonyou.com, which rates all this, um, it's doing a little bit better. It has a few worker empowerment initiatives. Um, it ensures payment of a living wage and some of its supply chain, but does not specify. It does. It traces most of its supply chain, including all this. So it traces the whole supply chain. It knows where everything is. It doesn't necessarily give people worker empowerment. And they want to minimize suffering of animals, no fur, exotic animal use, or anything like that. But they do use leather. And then they have a science-based target to reduce greenhouse gas. Um, and it's on track to meet that. So that's good. So they're cool. not the worst. They're not. Yeah, they're not no, Nike out here, but they're, they're definitely. Like, there's always room for improvement. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're definitely not like H and M and Sheen. Oh, jeez. Uh, but like, it's 
it just goes like still like if you are like over consuming it still like sort of like leads to like you know there's there's ethical repercussions and everything you know yeah i mean Um, this killy this killy photo is 100 percent unethical consumerism (laughs) absolutely it's real bad um yeah i shouldn't i feel like i'm like super preachy right now um no it's good get up on your soapbox andrew the people want to hear it but uh there's a, <laughs> uh, actually like killy has a really good arcteric so though um i think he posted it's like a few he's like posted up in front of like a lake oh has, i see it like oh, hard it. monad sports like that's a good yeah fit. um it, it's funny though because like i think that's like his first like time hiking too and like he i has, would believe it I would believe it. Yeah, like, good on him. Like, good for him. Like, I'm all for people, like, getting out and, like, you know, like, exploring, like, hiking, all that. Um, But it's just, I just think it's funny how he's just, like, probably wearing, like, 5K worth of, like, corp core on, like, the first hike. Um, But it's a flex. It's cool. He's rich for some reason. I don't know. The only only song I ever know by Killy is the one where he sounds like Sheen. Yeah, Jimmy Neutron. That's all I know about him. I <laughs> he left my mind after I listened to that. No, yeah, I remember like hearing about him vaguely in like 2017 during like this SoundCloud rap era. Yeah, but, yeah. But, like I never like really like invested into it. I, but then like I just I just saw like somebody like posting their story like a few days ago. I uh, Kim like post like posted up with like all like the jackets, and I was just like. That's just like hype. That's just like how is this different from like? It's not uh, like Supreme Box logo collector. You know, it's not. It's absolutely this exact same thing. Um, it's just really like corny and weird, and like the planet is dying, and he's to blame. You know. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, like I don't know. It's still like buy an Arcteryx jacket. Like it's cool. Like don't yeah. Don't you just don't buy thirty. Just don't of buy them. fifty. <laughs> yeah yeah you don't need that many like yeah. it's a nice rain jacket buy a nice rain jacket that's really all you need mm-hmm. you just need one yeah you know if you're normal and then just use like tech wash and make sure that it keeps beating up forever and doesn't exactly. ever go bad um oh we never talked about the future of clothing for you oh yeah um yeah, uh, like what? Uh, what do you mean by like the future of clothing? The like future. Where do you see? We can we can do it in a couple parts. Um, we'll say first, where do you see yourself going? Like, what brands you think you're gonna get into? You think you're gonna stay on this lane? That kind of thing. And then also, like mainstream type style. Where do you see that headed in the future? Yeah. So uh, I'll answer the first question um yeah it's like personal style wise um yeah i feel like i'm like sort of on that track right now of kind of just like refining like the size of my wardrobe but like mm-hmm. having it like a more like mature wardrobe like not like super loud and like flashy pieces because capital definitely has a lot of those yeah but more just kind of like you know just basic like jeans boots vintage t-shirt and kind of just like like have like a uniform like still like have some like fun pieces and stuff like that 
Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, no, just kind of like, I see myself getting more into like denim and um, less more, less focused on like a brand name. Mm-hmm. Um, just more just like how a garment will, is going to last over time because, you know, if you have a well-made piece, it's going to like, it's not gonna fall apart on you. This is like saving you more money. And also just like, you're not really consuming as much either as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so. Um, and like with like the future of um, of just fashion as a whole. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Um, it's weird how like, I feel like in like 2019, I kind of made like a leap from like your typical like hype beast to wears like Supreme and Babe. Mm. Some more like focused on people who wear like you know like the double knees and like a vintage hoodie yeah. and a trucker hat and like a dunk so like it's not a bad look it's just more like i feel like people are going to care more about like what they i don't know like vintage is definitely going to get like super big which is good because you know it's every like vintage item that like somebody buys means it's not going to end up in like a landfill which is great yeah exactly um, and I feel like it's just it's just going to be like a lot of like recycling clothes as well. You're just going to see a lot more brands kind of just like buying old fabrics and like working with those. Like I know Capital does that. Needles does that. Uh, I think Bodhi does that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just like more just like repurposed and like reclaimed stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like I'm not sure though. It's it's kind of like hard to predict like what's next. I think maybe, yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know like what's gonna what's the next stage of evolution after the uh, the, the double knees and dunks. Like I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know either. I would say oh, I don't know. Something I think I think like mainstream fashion will go into a more like modest period because like. Graphic tees were super big when Virgil Abloh was running the game. And now that he's gone, it's become like, oh man, one of my, one of my guests called it Korea core of just like, yeah, like pleated, pleated khakis. And then like a, a big puffer jacket with like dunks or Jordans or something. I despise that. I hate that style so much. It's, it's the same thing as like, like the double knees and a sweater with dunks mm-hmm. in a tote bag, you know, it's, it's the same vibe of just like completely unoriginal, completely just like safe, you know, mm-hmm. I, I really don't like that. And I yeah. think, well, though, I think mainstream fashion will probably lean more into like the earth tone beige, like even safer colors, you know, we'll probably stray farther away from like the, the purples and the yellows and all that kind of thing. I could see those kind of going away. I, I think I see it getting more boring, honestly. Yeah. Do you, I think, I feel like Kanye kind of has a uh, role in that as well. Oh, we definitely. That going right now, and like he works with a lot of like earth tones and kind of mm-hmm. like basics, like basic silhouettes, and especially with his like collaboration with Gap going on right now. That's just going to open up a lot of people to that and like kind of actually like caring about how they look um not that people don't it's just mostly just like the majority of people who are not in the fashion are just like okay i just need like something to like 
just it needs to fulfill a purpose or whatever like i don't care how it looks um but like i feel like kind of like higher not like higher fashion but like fashion like that you see on like instagram is kind of just gonna bleed into like the mainstream and like the masses of like what people like who are not into fashion will like wear you know yeah Uh, it'll be the the headlining the new pack sun collection you know mm -hmm. yeah exactly um yeah like asap rocky has like a collab with like pack sun right now so like yeah yeah ads on youtube for it and annoys me you get have you gotten that pack zone asap rocky ad no i'll try no pack zone asap rocky i use i use ad blocker shout out you block origin (laughs) yeah no i need that hopefully i feel like 2021 is definitely like a very big year for like fast fashion too unfortunately like you see like Mm -hmm. hauls on like tiktok Very I just really hope that like people kind of like realize that that's like horrible, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that like I feel like it will though. Like there will be a lot more like activism in the future, and kind of just like more like people cracking down on that kind of stuff. So I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I want to stay optimistic. I also my other question is since we brought up Ace Rocky, I have recently um lost my respect for him. Actually, it started when there was that video of a kid in college, like he was doing some college panel and he was wearing the Rick Owens dunks. And some kid is like, hey, man, I love the dunks. And he's like, what are you talking about? These are Rick Owens. And everyone laughs at the kid. And I'm like, oh, my God, this this kid, he probably became the Joker or something. Um, I was being <laughs> laughed at by ASAP Rocky. And uh, even though he was right, yeah, and that yeah. it made me, it was so blatantly, obviously, that he just like has a stylist and does not know anything about the clothes he wears. And yeah. I don't know. Like people always tout him as like the the fashion celebrity, you know, who knows a lot about clothes but doesn't have a brand. Like, you know, he's like the stylish one and he doesn't even know what he's doing. So seeing this Paxon collab is like, how much did he actually do? And how much is it just him slapping his name on a product, you know? Yeah, exactly. I feel like a sign of maturity is also realizing that ASAP Rocky actually dresses like shit. <laughs> like, you think so? Yeah like he has a cool like also like he does have a stylist um i forget i think it's like some bald dude i forget but like you can tell it's his stylist because he dresses the exact same way it is like rocky does um See, his name is matthew henson yeah i think that's what it is um is he bald i'm not sure yeah he's bald he's bald okay yeah <laughs> so yeah it's like you can just tell that like if it wasn't really like maybe i don't know like i feel like rocky does like you know have like a deep down appreciation for fashion like he does wear like tons of capital and like kind of like on capital pieces too which is cool but um i don't know it's just like yeah you don't like you don't really know but like it it the clues kind of point towards like okay yeah like he's not as he's not like what he's cracked up to be yeah which is sad because like him and i think kanye is earned like i think his is deserved because you know he has the whole yeezy line he's got a vision for it he like wears his own clothes and again he definitely has people working with him that help him with that like i don't think there's a single celebrity besides probably like little uzi who doesn't have a stylist you know yeah no yeah <laughs> i uzi's so funny 
<laughs> yeah and he's just wearing wild stuff like he's just throwing stuff together like crazy but he's got the confidence to pull it off you know mm-hmm. yeah no it's funny like i love when i see videos of uzi like whipping like a, an atv on like the streets yeah. of Philadelphia. because like yeah. i grew up like 45 minutes outside of philly oh nice so, like that's like such a big like subculture is just like people like doing wheelies down the street <laughs> and it's just like funny seeing him do it because like he's just i don't know he's just such a character absolutely um, yeah absolutely no I've, I've seen lots of videos of him like at weddings and stuff so like just going to random weddings and throwing money at people yeah that's so funny i got a <laughs> i got a tiktok like um <laughs> i got a uh, i got a tiktok on my free page like earlier uh today and it's like some kid just like walking up to uzi on his like snapchat he's like uzi say hi to snap <laughs> uzi just like looks at me he's like you don't have any hose on this oh my god <laughs> he's like that's so out of pocket you can remove that's that. so I funny know, i know i know your mom watches this so you can edit that out if you want to no um, it's okay <laughs> uh yeah i know like it's just uh yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah he's, he's definitely he's a funny character what else what else do you have anything that you want to talk about because i think i'm out of questions for you um do you remember like the uh, first time you like felt an interest for like Arcteryx and like stuff like that. Oh, um, hmm. The first time I ever was interested. Yeah, I think I think it was after I listened to a Throwing Fits podcast episode. I, I think it was one with a uh, Blackbird Spy, well, Blackbird Spy Plane. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you know who either of those people are, but I don't want to listen to uh, the Throwing Fits. Okay, you should check out Blackbird Spy Plane though, because he's he's gorp centric but he's like you're kind of gorp it's like vintage kind of like weird cuts different silhouettes military surplus type guy cool. uh you might you might you might like it shout out to him but i listen and i i remember them talking i think they must have mentioned organic lab but they mentioned like the style of gorp core in general <clears throat> and i was like oh that's just kind of interesting so I listen and I, I i followed organic lab i just like watched this guy's story a bunch and like saw who he was posting and then started following them and it's kind of you know all downhill from there of just following more and more people and interacting with the community posting that everything yeah no like i yes pretty similar like i think i just found like organic lab like Mm -hmm. on like my explore page (laughs) like uh like early 2020 or like maybe like even like late 2019 and I was like, okay, yeah, like this, this is cool. This is like, <laughs> and it just the pipeline. He's definitely, yeah. Organic Lab is definitely the gateway drug for sure for like almost everyone. And for, for most people, the story of like, yeah, I wasn't, I didn't really know about it. Then I found Organic Lab and like, that's just such a universal experience with everyone that I've talked to of like, he introduced me because his page is huge. And it's like the first one you see, it's like, the face of Gorpcore basically is that that whole page yeah i also feel like it's and it's cool like he like also or maybe they we don't we don't know who runs it but um it's cool how like they have like a collaboration with like solomon now yeah very cool good one too yeah i got a pair they're super sick uh i i i was pissed i didn't get one um yeah yeah no then like now you have like hidden ny with like 
Kaleb and Solomon too, which is like I'm not a big fan of that. Boo. <laughs> yeah, boo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it just seems more gimmicky. Like the organic, the organic lab one, like made sense. Like mm-hmm. it's an outdoors mood board. Yeah. Um, and why I just like, I don't know. Culture vulture. Yeah. <laughs> poser, I, he, man. he actually follows me on my meme account. Really? Yeah. He's like, I'm like the only fashion meme page he follows for some reason. That's weird. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's yeah. not weird. That That's good. That's good for you. Yeah, no, like I, dude, like I don't think he's going to hear this. Um, oh, wait. Hey. But, if, you're, um, if you're listening, Hidden, come on the podcast, defend yourself, because I have come for this man many times on my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he he actually <laughs> follows. Um, okay, no, he follows Young Starbeam and Fuck Hobson as well. And the uh, Fuck Hobson the- isn't active anymore, are they? Yeah, no, he. Uh, I think he made like a YouTube video a while ago, like a few months ago. Um, he is cool though. I used to talk to him a lot. Um, yeah, I, I still watch his YouTube videos when he makes them yeah um then like the uh yeah no it's weird like i would expect him to follow like meme saint laurent and like other yeah. uh, like bigger accounts mm-hmm. as opposed to me but oh well I'm you were gonna... the you were the gateway to gorp for him you better watch out he's gonna start posting capital pieces soon no enough. i know he i think he has a few times and i'm like oh yeah it's, it's all downhill then all the clones are going to start buying all the capital and all they'll the be in the same spot points. that I am worried I'm going to be in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. He, like, posted. Uh, so, like, do you know the brand Fundamental? No, I do not. It's, it's spelled F-D-M-T-L. They're, like, they're another Japanese denim brand. And they actually did a really, really cool collaboration with Vans. Okay. Where, like, use, like, Boro fabric. Oh. Like, make. Are you familiar with Boro? Like the, mm-hmm. You've seen the Boro jacket, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it just looks like that, but with like Vans. Oh, that's and cool. I'm seeing that like he just posted them now, and so <laughs> the prices of those are going to go up. Um, and now I'm sorry. Sad. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Well, just not a not a big hidden fan, but hidden. Come on, love to have you. <laughs> love to have you on the show, man. Send yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you just let me rip on you every week for free. I mean, it's great. <laughs> It's like, why would I ever come on your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm burning a lot of bridges on this podcast. I'll tell you that much. I got like, I, I like, I used to like when I was, I used to like be wild on my uh, <laughs> page like early on. Uh-huh. Um, when I first started, I was just calling out like a bunch of like Instagram influencers. <laughs> um, and now like some of them follow me and I feel really bad. I like deleted the, the posts. Oh, I was going looking for them right now. <laughs> uh, well, there's one like all the way down. Um, had like owen hyatt um do you know owen i do not know I, I that's why i didn't with, recognize it are you familiar with uh do you know jacob hetzer, jacob hetzer. He's, he's like a ccp like dark wear chat no. influencer guy um, the only like the only like underground um the only underground like fashion scene people i know is like the whole jacob wallace mm. uh like who is Jacob? Yeah, I caught out Fernando a lot, and I feel bad. Um, Cause like so, yeah. So with like the whole unsound rags um, jeans, remember like yeah. how they super criticized? I, I don't know. Oh yeah, no. Like so, they came out and like they were like recon. They're basically reconstructed Levi's. Um, okay. 
like 501s with like a slight flare, but then it was mm. sell for like $400, and which is a lot. And like a lot of people were like, this is way too overpriced. What the yeah. hell? Like, you guys just won't win it for the money. And then like, apparently, like, I don't know, maybe he was on like, I forget when Fernando like said it. It might've been on like on a podcast. I think it was on the Pair of, Pain, Pair of Kings podcast actually. Okay. Uh, like they barely made any money off of that. Um, and so it kind of like, and I made like a meme kind of like calling them out and I got like a lot of likes too. It was like one of like my most, <laughs> like after, after hearing that, I was like, damn, I need to like be careful with like what I say because people are people and I don't yeah. want to like, I don't want to like be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just like deleted it and like, cause like producing your clo- your own clothing can, I can imagine be really stressful and like yeah. if it's yeah. not received with like if it's, if it's received with like tons of criticism i feel like that's probably the worst feeling in the whole world mm-hmm. yeah. i feel like that's a little bit different than what i do too because i'm just ragging on a guy who posts about uh about like dunks and i don't know cars and like 1990s bape every day i don't i don't think there's a lot of president there for me to respect except for the actual yeah, grind yeah. Of posting often and having an archive of photos i can understand like respecting that but i don't respect like culturally appropriating just, gorp yeah it literally just seems like he's uh just kind of just goes on pinterest and like <laughs> he sees what like the algorithm is gonna feed mm-hmm. him and it's like reposting on instagram but yet again i don't know maybe like maybe running an archive account is super taxing i don't know yeah i but, know he was on the throwing fits podcast and he talked about how he posts like every 30 minutes for like a nine to five he posts like every 30 minutes yeah and you have to like make sure you, i feel like that's kind of like yeah he's got a lot he has to have a lot of photos making like he's definitely nine to, nine to five he's making that like that bread though so oh 100 percent. yeah i mean i don't know how much he's made because i know that he's released some clothing and i know he's getting that salmon and stuff i don't know how much he's making up with that but his like clothing store always sells out well like he has these he just like does all these drops all the time. He's mm-hmm. definitely making bread off of that. And then whenever he posts like someone's photo on his page, I don't know. He's got like, I don't know how many followers. Let's see. 600, almost 700 K. So, I mean, you're getting a lot of exposure. Yeah. So it's, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I, I just, I wish that was my job. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. That'd be sick. A picture every 30 minutes and getting getting, <laughs> getting paid for it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be so but, sick. That actually, have you ever gotten anything from your page? Like, has anyone sent you anything or anything like that? Yeah, there's this guy. Um, I think it was, it was actually a, like someone DM'd me on my personal account and he mm. wasn't aware that I actually ran like <laughs> well. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. I guess I'm like sort of a micro influencer. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, like it's, he sent me like three shirts, a crew neck and a hoodie. Oh, wow. For free. That's um, awesome. And like, that's it's kind of cool. like out of my aesthetic. It's called Under the Iceberg. Okay. Um, shout out them. Yeah. Shout out to Luca. I think that's his name. Um, but, you know, he's just super, super friendly and like, and it wasn't like stuff like I'd usually like wear in like a fit mm-hmm. pic, but um, it's just like okay, like I'll wear this when I'm studying. Like the 
I, I can tell like it's like good like blanks as well like mm-hmm. he he like he should maybe send me like 120 dollars worth of clothing wow i have to do but i'm like yeah no it's like it's really cool and like they're super comfy and um so yeah no like it's just so like that's like the one thing i've like where someone has kind of like sent me something Mm -hmm. um if anybody wants to send me stuff go ahead yeah go ahead shout out or um what's the word Get in touch with him on on his personal account, and you have to follow the personal account too if you want to do yeah. that. Yeah, I, I always plug my personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, always plug the personal. It's very important that you yeah, do that. that. Like my meme account is higher than my personal, because like I just feel like is this what people it's... think of me? <laughs> am I just the meme guy, or am I the capital guy? Which one is it? I know I have like a Joker moment. <laughs> Yeah. staring and the lights off in the bathroom just dancing <laughs> <laughs> literally um, <laughs> um but yeah no it's just like but after that, like it's social media like it's really like yeah <laughs> is it maybe it is i don't know maybe it is, maybe it is for some people maybe it like, is maybe it is that deep if it's your full-time job then yeah but it's not it's for different. me so like it's not that big of a deal <laughs> <laughs> i can't get too invested in it i don't i don't get paid off of it yet um well with that being said if you don't have any more questions i don't think i have any more questions either no sorry yeah this this is like two hours um, yeah no that's good yeah that's, that's cool. good the people the people like long episodes so sweet um yeah no like i hope they like my uh my like <laughs> rambling and- no people people love the rambling and i've had fleece appreciation society also started apologizing for his rambling before and after the podcast because he said he's just a nervous rambler but it makes for some good podcasting because i always just try to fill dead space with um uh okay yeah so and that's what i do but Mm -hmm. it's not good because it's just filler words it doesn't make any sense but people ramble that's great that's good that's good content baby yeah um you know i always like feel bad though like when i ramble though because like i kind of felt like i wasn't like really like letting you talk at some point i talk so much i talk so much it's okay sweet okay sweet well Um, thank you oh i'll also say this but after i end the recording i'm gonna still i'll say goodbye to you as a person and not as a podcast host i'm not just gonna end the recording um i'm not just gonna leave the zoom call but i'm gonna say goodbye you'll be like get the fuck out of my face yeah after after the cameras turn off i just become like a real asshole like (laughs) i start smoking a cigarette you're still here oh my god (laughs) no no uh but thank you for coming on today it was a real pleasure getting to talk to you yeah thank you so much this was a great first podcast <laughs> yeah this is the introduction and then next week you'll be on pair of kings yeah no i'm, I'm actually gonna be on a catch me next week on the uh, joe rogan experience oh yeah i mean you had to this is like the the building block basically that's what people say trees and nylon to joe rogan pipeline <laughs> yeah humble beginnings of course of course of course whatever that means trying to say my podcast isn't as good as joe rogan but it's fine I don't really care. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, yeah, see you.